I'm Dante DeCary, and I'm joined with Ottawa Champions left-hander Danny Garcia. And Danny, yesterday, six innings, you made your Can-Am League debut, allowing four runs. How did you feel on the mound? I felt pretty good, you know, um, just going out there, going uh, pitch to pitch, uh, inning to inning. I didn't really, you know, I went with the flow, and, and I let my defense do the work and pretty much just attack the hitters. And, uh, you know, going back to that start mentality, just attacking hitters and, and get quick outs, efficient outs. So you were a reliever to start the season with the Seattle Mariners, a advanced affiliate, but now that you're in Ottawa as a starter, your mentality doesn't change. Uh, no, not really. You know, I used to, when I used to start, you know, in the beginning of my pro career, it was like I have to go five or six innings. And, you know, if I don't meet my goal, then, you know, then it wasn't a good day for me. But now that I changed my mentality, you know, I became more mature as a starter. It's just, you know, pitch to pitch, like I said. Uh, inning to inning and see where you know it leads me to. Yesterday you topped out around 87 miles an hour. Is that where you want to be, or do you think you can top it up even higher? Uh, I don't think. I mean, I, of course, I, I always want to throw harder. As a reliever, I was 80, 88 to 92, 93. As a starter, obviously you gotta you know preserve your bullets and yeah. and you know obviously if you want to go long in the game, you you gotta continue and and pretty much. Uh, just keep throwing. Yesterday, your sinker looked really nasty. When did you develop that pitch? Uh, I've been developing that pitch since I was, you know, in high school, and pretty much, you know, just master it. And and you know, if I rather have three, you know, great pitches and four good pitches, and pretty much, uh, you know, I just throw it to both sides of the plate and and try to get a lot of ground outs. How about your breaking ball? Uh, my slider wasn't working that well, <clears throat> but you know what? When you throw everything and and you have four pitches, there's a 25% chance that the hitter guesses correctly. And, and you know, when, when you don't have one pitch, you, you have three other pitches to work with. And that's what, what I did yesterday, you know, and it allowed me to go deep in the games. How about tu cambio? My changeup was pretty good. My changeup was pretty good, you know. I, I uh, it was inconsistent, you know, I was on and off, but I felt like where I located it, it was pretty well down in the zone. Um, I don't think I gave up a hit on that, but it was a lot of ground outs. You know, swing and misses. So, how do you grip the changeup? Uh, it's called a one seam changeup. So pretty much, I have it. It's not a two seam, and it's not a four seam, obviously. So it's lined up as in, you know, the um, the seam is in between my middle finger and my ring finger. And yeah. what I just do is, you know, I throw it just like a fastball. So uh, the late, like my finger rolls through that lace, so it has that that good depth. Does it act as a two-seam fastball, but obviously 10 miles an hour slower? Exactly, yeah. It, it acts uh, majority of the time as, as a two-seam uh, fastball, and it has the same, you know, the same spin, so they can't really pick it up. And it has, you know, I create that depth. So when, when it comes to the sinker, obviously the sinker uh, has depth, and then the change of is a little bit slower, so they're out in front. Join of Danny Garcia, left-hander of the Ottawa Champions, born in Miami, Florida. That is the second largest city in Florida, what was it like growing up there? Uh, I mean, I was born and raised there. I love Miami. Like when people, when people say, you know, I, I live where, where people vacation. So <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's quite a blessing, you know, to, to be raised in, in a city that, you know, everybody wants to go to. So uh, why do you root for the New York Yankees then? I mean, growing up, uh, I've always been a, a New York Yankee. I mean, even though I played for the Mariners, it was, you know, my uncle, he passed away. He, uh, he was in love with the Yankees. Every time I would go to his house, it was always the Yankee games on. And, I mean, one of my favorite pitches of all time, you know, was in the Yankees, Andy Pettit. Yeah. 
yeah. you know, not overpowering at all, but he was very successful and, you know, he'd be a future Hall of Famer, if not a Hall of Famer. You filled out a questionnaire sheet, uh, I believe it was last week, and you're one of 10 players on this team that is a big Game of Thrones fan. Why? Oh, yeah, I mean, I love Game of Thrones. You know, I just got the chills right now just because you said Game of Thrones. <laughs> it, I, it was very, very depressing that, uh, that it had to end yesterday. And, uh, but overall, I mean, they did a really good uh, thing, you know, with that show and, and the way they, they produced it, the way, you know, the amount of money they put into it. And I've seen, you know, I, I researched my, my shows and stuff like that. So the, you know, the behind the scenes of what they did, it's, I got to give it to them. You said your brush was fame was meeting Ken Griffey Jr. and Ichiro Suzuki. When did that happen? How? So pretty much, you know, a year and a half ago, well, not even, yeah, uh, pretty much, you know, in spring training when Ken Griffey was uh, inducted to the Hall of Fame and mm -hmm. Ichiro was still playing and stuff like that, uh, you know, they were both in the same room. They were both in the same room, and I saw them. I was like, wow. <laughs> like, this is crazy. This Ken Griffey Jr. is, like, standing right in front of me. And Ichiro, I, I see him, you know, walking back and forth, you know, in the backfields, and I'm like, wow, this is two guys that I saw growing up, you know, playing, and, and you know, it, it motivates me to say, like, I can be just like them. They're human, just like me, so I can be just like them. Did you make sure that you were maybe one of them? Because sometimes some players can act a little bit like a fan, so how are you? Yeah, for me, I, I treat everybody the same, you know. You, you can be famous or not, you know, uh, pretty much, they, you know, they do the same things I do, you know, they, they breathe, they walk, they run the same, you know, and uh, pretty much when I see them, yeah, I might be starstruck for a second or two, but it's like, you know, can, uh, you know, give them a handshake and, and pretty much, you know, say, hey, how you doing, how you feeling, you know, like pretty much like pick their brains to see, you know, what I can do. How about working for Uber Eats? Oh, yeah, it was pretty fun. I mean, that's what I, that's what I did one time in the offseason. And, uh, you know, I made quite, quite a bit of money, you know. And especially I do pitching lessons on, you know, back home and stuff like that. Joined with Danny Garcia, left-hander for the Ottawa Champions. You attended the University of Miami for three seasons. How did you get there? Who found you? So pretty much my high school coach, um, I was actually committed to Virginia Tech. Wow. And, you know, we de I decommitted in my high school coach. I told my high school coach, I was like, I want to go to Miami. I've always been a Miami fan. Yeah. Uh, it'll be a dream come true if I go there. And w when my coach told the, the pitching coach, J.D. Arteaga, to, uh, you know, watch me in, in these uh, three games, I pretty much did really well. And he's like, I want him. And, uh, you know, the rest is history. And I felt, I, it felt amazing just being back, staying home and playing uh, for my hometown. Now, there are a lot of major league players in the major leagues and now alumni that are from the University of Miami, one of the best baseball programs in all of America. How proud are you to be an alumni from there? I'm extremely blessed and extremely proud of my, uh, you know, of the accomplishments I've gone through and, and the struggles, obviously, but, you know, the majority of success, you know, going through, through that school and, and learning, you know, the, the alumni and the experience and, and meeting the alumni, you know, I actually... I've had dinner with Ryan Braun, Yonder Alonso, wow. John Jay, you know, um, all, the, all those guys, and I just picked their brains, and, and it's, it's really helped me, you know, become who I am today. Did you know that Ryan Braun has ties with Ottawa? I did not know that. He uses Sambat, you know, the bat Sambat, uh -huh. yeah, yeah. which is made here in okay. Ottawa. That's cool. So he's using maple pretty, bats I from mean, Ottawa. When I met Ryan Braun, it was, 
obviously, like I said, I was like starstruck for a second too, because I, you know, all I see is watching TV. So when I met him in person, I was like, oh shit, I'm like oh snap, it's yeah. Ryan Braun, you know, and and pretty much, you know, he was a, he was a great dude. He's he's so outgoing. He's you know, very talkative, and you know, he's just like one of us. A lot of players from the University of Miami, Miami have Cuban descent, just like yourself. Did that help? It did, because most of the majority of, of the crewmen in, in Miami, you know, comes from South Florida, and obviously South Florida is, is a big, uh, big place, you know, where ball players come out of. You know, obviously, yeah, we have Cuba, but the majority we grow up, you know, it's, it's a blessing to have, you know, such great talent, such great uh, competition in, uh, you know, South Florida. Joined with Danny Garcia, left-handed pitcher of the Ottawa Champions, and this is something I've been wondering about for the last couple of days. You're of Cuban descent, but your parents were born there. How did they get to the United States? Pretty much, you know, simple, simple step. You know, they they took the plane. You know, it wasn't nothing crazy. Okay. It wasn't like nowadays where, um, you know, people defect. You know, they they go on a boat or, or they escape Cuba. Like they they did it the normal way. You know, got got on a plane, went to Miami, and and they they. Uh, the rest is history, you know. They they've been in Miami ever since. I don't think they've they've visited Cuba since since they left. You know, obviously Cuba's not the best place to go back. You know, but um, it's always nice to to refresh your mind and say like, hey, where you know where I come from. How about telling me about what your parents did for you growing up? Oh, that they mean the world to me. You know, they did they did so much. The fact that you know they they invested in me and and playing baseball. And uh, going to school and, and helping me out, you know, my dad told me, as long as you're playing baseball and going to school, you know, we'll take care of you, you know, and, and it's really helped, you know, I'm really very, very blessed, and them too, and my brother, you know, just motivating me every day and, and supporting me, and, and the fact that, you know, I get phone calls every day from them saying, hey, how you doing, how you feeling, you know, are you happy, are you having fun, because that's the type, that's the type of people they are, you know, they, they motivate you, they support you, and they're very outgoing. They're always, you see a smile on their face all the time. Now, I've always wondered this with pitchers, especially as a left-handed pitcher like yourself. Did you grow up playing any other position other than pitcher? I actually did. In high school, I, I played, I mean, growing up, I played first. I played outfield. In high school, I played a couple games, you know, in the outfield. But the majority of the time, you know, when I started noticing, I, I started becoming a pitcher hmm. uh, more often. Then, you know, I just stuck to pitching and started, you know, stuck, stuck with my craft. Did you have any interest from any major league teams throughout high school? Uh, I had a, I had a, quite a few. You know, I had quite a few, and, and uh, you know, I, I decided to take my, my, uh, my talents. Yeah. To Miami, and uh, it's really <laughs> helped. It's really helped. I don't know if you got that. Yeah, reference. LeBron James. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so pretty much, I, you know, I took my talents over there, and um, it's really helped, and, and it's been, you know, it's been the person who I am today. Take me through draft day. That's it. You're giving me the chills, man, with these questions. It's, it's, it's crazy because we were, you know, first two days I was like, man, you know, I wasn't going to get picked up in the first day. And obviously I didn't have the numbers. I wasn't so exposed. But when it came to the second day, I was like, oh, you know, I might. We were playing Boston College and, you know, getting ready. And then I didn't get my name called. So I was like, all right, you know, let's not focus on the draft. Let's focus on the game, you know, to, make, to take us to Omaha. And pretty much, you know, the next day I was pitching against Boston College and, you know, I think I went five, I think. I don't, I don't remember. Coming into the – after I finished, you know, coming into the, the dugout, I see uh, the first person, you know, I, I'm very blessed he's in my life too, is, is our equipment manager. 
and he pretty much said, hey, you know, you're a Seattle Mariner. I go, what do you mean? He goes, yeah, the, the, the Mariners drafted you. I was like, oh, man, that's, that's pretty awesome, you know. And the fact that I, they drafted me while I was pitching, yeah. you know. So if you were pitching, that means your agent would have taken care of everything. Yeah, exactly. My agent took care of everything and, and pretty much, you know, obviously they weren't going to call me during, during the game. So, yeah. they, you know, they, they were talking to my agent. Everybody found out and, and pretty much uh, – my dad came up to me when I finished, and he had a Mariners jersey already. You know, and they found—I guess they found out during the game. My dad went to go buy, nice. you know, Mariners jersey. Came back, and you know, he took a picture with me. And pretty much, um, you know, I, I was very blessed and fortunate, you know, to get drafted and and get that that opportunity to play for the Mariners. I've asked this question to a lot of minor league baseball players that I've been drafted, and in this situation, you didn't have the opportunity to be on the phone with that team. It was your your agent doing it but was there another team that called you before the 15th round so pretty much I had uh, in the second day I had the Phillies call me in, a, uh, in the ninth round but you know that's what my agent call, uh, told me and he pretty much he's like oh I'll call you back to make sure you know to see if they want to go through with it he unfortunately he never called me back but you know I was very blessed that the Mariners decided to, to take the opportunity and take the chance with me and uh, it's funny because the night after that uh, the the scout that that picked me up he called me he's like hey congratulations you know I started getting phone calls from all the front office from the Mariners and stuff like that and and I, I was just very blessed to uh, you know to get picked up by them then you made your professional debut in 2000 and I believe it was 2016 in the Northwest League with Everett but I want to ask you about playing against the Vancouver Canadians you played in Vancouver once and then at home for you guys you tossed a total of eight innings only allowed two runs against them what was it like pitching against them uh, it was it was extremely fun, you know. I mean, Vancouver, the Canadians are crazy, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, Canadian fans that have so much energy and they're outgoing and they they just they really cheer for their team, you know. And and being in front of five thousand people, you know, in my professional b debut is it's quite overwhelming. But at the same time, I took part and and I controlled myself, and you know, the rest is history. Joined of Danny Garcia, left-handed pitcher of the Ottawa Champions. Then the next season, you went to Midwest League, played in Clinton. I'll ask you about that in a second, but let's talk about being a Midwest League All-Star in Great Lakes. You had the chance to play with three excellent players, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., uh, Fernando Tatis Jr., and, of course, uh, Bo Bichette. Yeah, I mean, they're great players. You know, obviously, Vlad Jr. And, and Tatis Jr., they're, they're both in the big leagues, and, and they're great players, you know. Um, I commend them for, for the accomplishments they've done. And you know the success they're gonna have. You know, obviously, because they have they, they they come from a background of great baseball. You know, genes and and Boba Shed's the same way. You know, Boba Shed's on his way up to, to the big leagues, and you know I commend them for everything they've done. And uh, you know they're 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 gonna be a special type of uh, players. You know. I've seen the picture, and a lot of Blue Jays fans have seen this picture. It's Vladimir Guerrero Jr. in the home run derby. What was it watched to see him hit those balls? Very impressive. I think that's that's the the best home run like competition I've seen in in all my life. You know, even in the big leagues. I mean, Vlad Jr. can put balls yeah. out very, very far. You know, it's it's scary. You know, <laughs> it's 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 very scary to to see balls like he just crushes them. And let's talk about that season, being named a Midwest League All-Star. What did that mean to you, and what led to your success? I mean, it was just, you know, going out there every day, and, and I've obviously had my struggles, but, you know, going out there and being successful and, and having my, you know, giving my 
my team a chance to win. And pretty much, um, you know, I was, I was very, I was very blessed to, to become a, a mid, Midwest League All Star, and just playing it in front of great people. You know, I've actually one of my teammates was an All Star here, uh, Heath Bowers. That's right. Yeah, so it was nice to, to know that he was with us, and and uh, I, you know, it was nice. Now that season, you played in Clinton, Iowa. I've been there. I know how it is. You played there, so. How? How do you describe yeah, it? Yeah, it's it's <laughs> not the best uh, town in the country, but it's also uh, you know it's it's obviously very fortunate, and very blessed to, to just make the best of it. You know, obviously you're you're in a town with you know I think it was like ten thousand people. I don't even know, and pretty much you know just make the best of it and have fun with your guys and and you know just keep on winning. Do you remember the Cuban lady on the right field oh, line yeah, with the Cuban yeah, food? Oh yeah, when she found that out, when she found that I was uh, Cuban, she was just after me and <laughs> getting getting these guys, you know, all these Latin guys to, to come get me and and pretty much go have dinner at her house or you know go go have dinner. And she would talk to me while I was doing the charts, and I'm like, you know, obviously I'm a nice guy, you know, I'm an outgoing guy. I'll talk to you all day. You know, all the Cubans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was it it was pretty nice, you know, the fact that um, that she. she she cooks really good. Yeah. You know, she cooks really good, but obviously being being in the Midwest, like I said, you got to make the best of it. Did you like how she supports the Latin players, especially the road players that are not used to some of the English spread that they get in America? Yeah, I mean, she she does a really good job on, you know, and pretty much, uh, you know, giving giving out food and, and uh, showing, you know, the Latin players the Latin culture, you know, that she came from. And, you know, she, she makes really, really good dishes. All right, before I let you go, I know you went to the, uh, the California League last year for or two, parts of two seasons there in A Advanced, but once you were released, who contacted you? How did you get to Ottawa? So pretty much I, you know, when I got released, I called my agent. I told him, hey, look, I got released. And it's uh, obviously it's, it's not a good good feeling, but at the same time I was, I was blessed because I know there's, there's more to, to come. I know God, God has a plan for me and, and for my road and, and my journey. And, and pretty much... Um, he just, he said, you know, contact Doug Semenek and Doug told me, hey, you know, I think I have a team for you, you know, he's going to be a starter uh, here in Ottawa, Seb, you know, and then I contacted Seb and said, said hey, you know, if you want to be a starter, you know, you got, you definitely got a spot here and, and pretty much um, when, when he told me that, you know, my, my agent told me, you know, keep the options open, but, you know, it would be nice to, for you to start again, you know, get the opportunity again. Thanks for doing this, Danny. No, thank you. Ottawa champions left-handed pitcher, Danny Garcia.